What's up, guys? Thank you for uh, checking out another Chewing the Rag episode. Uh, this one is another solo episode. Um, I'm still working on this basement, so my schedule's wonky, and it's hard, you know, for me to ask guests to change their schedule to work with mine. So, as of right now, it's still another solo episode. It was still pretty fun, though. Um, currently, with the basement, what I'm doing right now is trying to get water out of it. Uh, you can actually follow along all the progress right on TikTok if you go to Chewing the Rag Podcast on TikTok. I'll also do like YouTube shorts and you guys can follow along. Uh, there's really no updates right now because there's just water in the basement. I've got flow right coming up uh, a couple days a week helping me try to situate that, monitor it. And then uh, from there, once we get the water, make sure it's completely bone dry. Then we're going to do flooring the bathroom and that's when it'll be fun to like give you guys updates additionally on top of having our episodes uh with that being said i just want to give a quick shout out to flow right uh you know they do sewage and drain and all your plumbing needs whether it's a leak in your sink neighborhood kids flush the fucking raccoon down your toilet whatever it might be uh get it right with flow right they will take care of all that for you so what you're gonna want to do is give them a call at 518-649-0921 and let them know that Chris from Chewing the Rags sent you. Um, and then, as always, shout out to Serenity uh, Landscaping Services. Give them a call at 518-331-0774. And they'll handle, you know, your big spring cleanups or lay some mulch for you, mow the lawn, whatever it might be. And then, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, share, rate, uh, do all the fun stuff. It's all free and it helps me out a lot especially the subscribing and the rating uh definitely do that it's it's free and it takes you just a couple minutes if not seconds to help myself and the podcast out um on the topic of tiktok you know we are on youtube apple podcast google podcast amazon music we're on all that tiktok is one that i would like to go live on soon and i really need you guys help for that uh, i know that not everybody loves tiktok if you are on there just shoot me a follow. Uh, you know, if I can grow my fan base there and I'm able to go live, then when I have people on the podcast, you know, for me to even go live, it's like a thousand right there. So that's extra exposure for these guys that come out. So that helps not only me a lot, but helps us as a whole community, myself, the guests, everybody helps us all go up. So, you know, be sure to do that. Um, thank you guys for checking out the episode and being patient through this whole thing. I know that uh, solo episodes are not the most fun. Trust me, they're way more boring for me as well. But, you know, I really like doing this. And I don't want to skip a week. I'd rather you guys have something. Even if it's only a half hour of me talking. I tried my best to not just give updates. But give you some content within the episode as well. So, appreciate you guys as always. And uh, hope you enjoy it. We are back with another solo episode, despite me saying literally a week ago that we would be back to normal and have guests on and yada, yada, yada. Uh, all the same excuses from last week essentially apply to this week. Um, really, what I've been doing is right after work, I'm coming here. I've got you know a plumber coming here to help me get the water out of my basement because until that's done, nothing else can get finished down there. Um we are at like the last steps of getting everything completed. 
And then, you know, I'll have a studio set up. I'll be able to focus on booking and getting everybody in here and everything else. A lot of people are like, well, shouldn't you be front loading and then putting your book? Shut up. All right. I do everything myself, have done everything myself. It's got me this far. Let me do my thing. You guys do your thing. Don't worry about it. We'll be back to normal. Um, I have people lined up. I have people that want to come on. I have people that I want on. I'm really, really, really not concerned about it. The whole thing is on me. I just have to get this done, and then I can get back to that. But I want to continue to put out content, talk to you guys, give you guys updates on everything, and go from there. Uh, speaking of for the basement, um, I'll probably put up like a YouTube short, but right now I have updates on our TikTok at Chewing the Rag Podcast um, over there on TikTok. I'm probably going to try to do that once a week and just update everybody. Like I really can't right now because the water is the update. Until that's fixed, then there won't be a flooring, a wall, or anything else. So, But you can see the progress as to what it looked like when I started and what it looks like now. And then once the water's out, what it'll look like after that. So check us out on TikTok. I do like stand-up clips over there. I, I said all this in the intro, but stand-up clips over there, uh, podcast clips, gaming clips. So I'm trying to grow that too because uh, like me and Seto talked about on our episode, you need a certain number of followers before you can go live there. And I would love to go live there. I go live on YouTube. I go live everywhere else. Why not have another platform where I can go live? So if I can grow the following there, That'd be that'd be sick. That'd be beneficial for all of us, realistically, because as that grows, I grow, we grow. Uh, everybody I have on here, hopefully, then they grow. So definitely check us out over there on TikTok, um, Pinchworm Gaming, the YouTube, all that, all that jazz. But for now, I'm gonna focus on the TikTok because I would like to get live on that. Get live, baby. You feel me? Oh, what do we got? NFL drafts coming up. Uh, I, I'm one of those people that I'm more, I have like guys that I want. I don't really watch college ball. So what I do is I just kind of look at like, I do like a cram session pretty much at the end of the season between then and draft day and just like look at everybody. I have guys that I want. It's mostly position. Like if we can get a guard, a tackle, a corner receiver, any of like a top guy in that position for Dallas, I'm straight. Um, realistically, I don't really give like predictions on when somebody's going to get drafted or who's going to get drafted. I have one prediction. I think Austin Eckler will be a draft day trade, and I think he's going to go to Philly. That's my prediction. Everybody's talking about Derrick Henry and Saquon. I think Eckler fits Philly's offense. Um, he's a really good pass catcher, really good runner, uh, multiple, I mean, double digit touchdowns, just about a thousand receiving and a thousand rushing. You can run the option with him. I think he's a good Philly fit, and I think that'll be a draft day trade. What else we got? Um, let's get dark for a second, you know. So a friend of mine, I reached out. I've been trying to do better with checking in with friends and reconnecting with friends. And I had an excuse to reach out to somebody because, you know, they put up something on Facebook and it was like, it seemed like kind of dark. And I was like, what's up with this guy? I haven't talked to him in a while. Last time I talked to him, I sent him an inappropriate Christmas picture as I do. So I was like, 
let's just check it. What up? See how he's doing. And it turned out um, somebody in his family had passed. And it's a weird relationship, right? Because it was his uncle and it was somebody that realistically he grew apart from and he's not really close with anymore. But at one point they were like really tight knit. Like back in the day, you know, he would talk about his uncle and everything else. And I remember when the falling out happened. So he was in a weird state where he's like, I'm doing okay. I'm processing everything okay. But like, you know, the family's taking it harder than I am. And I'm like, yeah, no, I get that. And he's like, yeah, you know, unfortunately, he's, it's just one of those things where he treated us like shit, but like we had a lot of good memories too. And it makes you just think about like Lenny and I talked about this, how like once you hit like 30 and up, the people you're close with, like you do kind of have, you might have falling outs with, you don't really keep in touch as much as you should. And then one day it's like, all oh, the things I could have said to that person or wanted to, like, I can't now because they're gone. It's, it's a weird thing as you get older that like that falling out becomes permanent faster than you think. <laughs> like, you know, in high school you have a falling out in ninth grade by 12th grade, you guys are made up and you guys are graduated well across stage. You know, you have a falling out mid twenties, 10 years from now, that person could be gone. And it's like, at 30 is young, don't get me wrong, but it's still just like, you just notice it more, I think, toward the end of your 20s and forward that like, this this could become permanent. So I, I'm trying to do better with reaching out to old friends, uh, rekindling, and this has helped. I talked about it a numerous amount of times, like having friends that are talented and have something that I want to promote. This is a really good excuse for me to get them on here and talk to them and just like see how they are. But even friends outside of that who are just like my normal guys, like I need to be better at reaching out to friends that aren't just people that have something to promote or have a product or business, just my guys. Like I need to just be better with reaching out to them and just check on them. How are they doing? Cause who knows how many people are doing that for them? Um, why, why don't I do that? Um, and I know for guys, it's different, you know, we're like, we're the same. If you see each other every day, or if you see each other every six years, but like Mello and I talked about men's mental health is definitely something that should be a focus. And I think men are just more comfortable around men. So we should just try to be better. And I know I'm like the biggest, I'm guilty of this. Just be better at reaching out and seeing how everybody's doing and just check in, just check in. Cause you never know It's much. It's morbid. You don't want to talk about it, but you just never know. So the idea is for me to just be better at reaching out and talking to people and do that outside of just this. Cause I don't know for me, I just do better like finding out about somebody, learning about somebody. I just do better one-on-one -on -one. put a mic in my face, put a mic in their face and let's force each other to talk because most of the time when I'm with my friends, we're not talking, we're bullshitting. Uh, we'll catch up. It's like five minutes of catch up, 30 fucking five hours of nonsense, just bullshitting, ball busting, which is good. I mean, that's like therapeutic in itself, making jokes and laughing, but you're not really catching up. Um, Jake is somebody that I've talked about. Um, Chris McKay's talked about. Mark's talked about. Everybody's talked about him. He's like the one guy that has to come on. I might have mentioned that on here before. He's like the one guy that 
everybody wants to hear from. And we're trying to figure out a way to make that work where it's not just inside jokes because he's not somebody that has something to promote, but he is somebody who I've known since the seventh grade. So I'm probably going to have the best stories with. Um, so he's definitely a person of interest that will be on at some point. It's weird how you get that, right? Because even with just on that topic of people to have stories with, when I got into mixed martial arts, when I got into fighting, my mom would always tell people, I was telling my wife this the other day, um, because my mom probably said it to her, like, I don't know where this fighting thing's come from. He's he's never been a fighter. He's never been a fight. Like, I literally would get suspended from school for fighting. Uh, I don't know where that idea came from because my uncle came up. He is the small business owner. He is the owner of Flowright. He's the one working out the basement with me and he's coming up and he's just telling stories and he's like oh yeah these guys they would go out you know it would be 5 a.m or 5 p.m and you never knew when him and his cousins would be running in and telling you all oh, the cops are coming we got in another fight and it's like it's weird how the stories between people who were like a big part of you growing up and obviously she's my mother she's a big part of me growing up but she wasn't a big part of everything of me growing up she shouldn't be your mom probably shouldn't know everything you did so to have somebody like Jake, um, like my uncle, who obviously he's not coming on here, but like have those people who know those stories and can tell those stories with you or on your behalf because they were there, they lived it with you. That's super important. And it tells a lot about who really knows uh, things you've gone through, things you've are going through and things you'll probably end up going through because of the fucking shit you've gone through. So it's just always interesting to have that point of view. Um, and I know a lot of my friends can probably relate to that. There's always that one person or that group of people who know everything just about that you have to offer in regard to like stories, what you've gone through and just their point of view on that. And I just thought it was interesting to connect that, uh, from, you know, a close friend to family and, everything in between that it just threw me off when my mom would say things like that so i was like yeah all right you don't know about every fight i've gone through but to say like oh he's never been a guy to get in fights or a kid who's got fights like where i would literally get suspended for fighting granted maybe that's not her fault i remember like the biggest one oh, sorry about that i don't know if that <laughs> came through your headphones or your car and if it did that went through my headphones, so it definitely hurt your ears. Um, the biggest one, I remember I got, I think it was seventh grade, I got into a fight, and, you know, I got suspended. And they couldn't get a hold of my mom because I didn't give the right number. And I thought I was slick. I fucking didn't give the right number, got sent home. And I think I went two days. You know, if I was suspended on Friday, it was Monday, I didn't go to school, but I left my house, got up, got ready for school, just went and hung out with my boy Tuesday. Same thing. Got up, left my house, went and hung out with my boy. He just skipped school. I was suspended. Uh, Wednesday comes along, and I'm in the same routine. I do it. It gets to be about 11 a.m., so when the mail comes, uh, I'm at a friend's house, and one of our friends comes in, and he's like, yo, your mom and dad are looking for you. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, they went to like the police station and everything. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't 
think about the fact that because they sent me home with a letter like give this to your mom and dad let them know you're suspended we couldn't get a hold of them and i'm like okay like no dude fucking on the way out i'm throwing that in the trash can so i thought you know i was just gonna get a week off go hang out with my boys they're gonna skip school no 100 percent got my ass whooped that's <laughs> like probably the worst ass whooping i got because my family doesn't want to talk to police which i don't know why they even went to police in the first place obviously you should have went like your mind should have been like okay he's fucking off he's gonna come back you know at two thirty, three o'clock like he has been the past two days you shouldn't really thought anything of that but they panicked they're like i can't find my son i know he's suspended where is he like dude, they went to police like i'm not a missing child i'm an asshole i'm not a missing child i wasn't a runaway i was just hanging out and getting away with you know being being an asshole so that was like the one time where they knew i got suspended for fighting uh but it was a little too late <laughs> there was others where i just i don't know if they just didn't realize it was for fighting it was just he got suspended because i wasn't a bad kid but I was bad enough to get suspended from school. That's what I'll leave that at. I wasn't a troublemaker. Uh, any fights I got and I never started necessarily. Um, I was just mouthy and sarcastic. And some people like it. Other people, yeah, eventually they get sick of it. And they want to fight. And it is what it is. What can I tell you? Happens at work still to this day. <laughs> I like... I just like bullshitting and that's who I grew up with. And I, you know, you don't always realize that that's not the environment everybody was in. Some people are just quiet and reserved and you say something, you take them off. And now you guys are throwing hands or arguing or bitching or everything in between that. And sometimes, sometimes it's in my favor. Most times it's not. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be better as I get older and I have a son, I'm definitely more like laid back. Um, the same jokes I would make, not like anything racy or anything like that, but like just that little irritating, like, um, what's that word I'm thinking? Instigating, like just instigating little nitpicky, agitating jokes. I do those sometimes, mostly on stream, just trying to be funny, but I don't really do them in my everyday life as much as I would have, I don't know, a handful of years ago, just because when you're raising somebody and you know they're watching you you don't want to give them like those qualities you i want my son to be funny and like but i want him to be a good kid don't don't be funny at somebody else's expense all the time <laughs> do it to your boys the people you're close with not everybody wants to deal with that shit though uh jesus i'm fucking sweating so i don't know how much of this is going to sound great. So my computer is frozen up twice on me now. So I'm hoping, I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, the video probably looks completely different. I'm using a totally different program, uh, for like the last 10 minutes. I'm hoping the sound and everything else isn't choppy either. I'm going to obviously go into editing and do what I can to save it. Uh, if it sounds a little off or looks a little off, just know that I am facing technical difficulties and it is beating my ass. I thought I was going to throw this beer can through my <laughs> fucking computer screen. But try to power through it. Try to put this out there. Trying to be consistent. We we do what we can. We control what we can. And we bitch about the things we can't. Or whatever they say. Before I forget. 
I know I'm belted all over the place and I just bit my cheeks, so already want to close this. Before I forget, this is for my rap fans, hip hop heads, all those guys. I know like the people I've had on are like hardcore bands. I talk about hardcore bands. I really like if I was putting together a playlist for like a drive, it would be ninety eight percent rap, one percent hardcore, and then one percent yellow man or like some fucking reggae shit. I swear to God. It would barely be any hardcore or anything. I can't do that all the time. I have the bands that I like and that's kind of it. I'm not like into checking out new hardcore band. I I can't say that. I am not as active as I am like new rappers though. Which is bringing me to this here. So somebody I follow on Twitter. Uh we Really, I only use Twitter to talk to, like, Cowboys fans. Swear to God, that's most of my Twitter is live-tweeting games and everything. So this was somebody who I found through, like, Cowboys Twitter. And, you know, we had a lot of the same kind of takes and tastes and everything else. So I followed him. He followed me. And a couple weeks ago, probably beginning of April, he was getting, like, tweets that he was responding to. And it was like, oh, just heard the trailer for Jan's Boy, just heard the trailer for Jan's Boy, it's dope, it's dope. And he's like, yeah, 420, it's coming out. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I met, I DM'd him because when I saw that, I went on like Facebook, Google, like everything. I typed in like Jan's Boy trailer and I found it and it was just like snippets of Jan's Boy, like the album that he just dropped uh, on April 20th. And I'm like, I DM him, I'm like, the fuck, you rap? <laughs> like, what? Not what I expected. I know he likes like old school hip hop and everything. He posted like Spotify rap or talked about Spotify rap or whatever it was. But like, it, I would have never thought he rapped. And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't use this Twitter for that. Like, I don't promote music or anything. Like, a couple people that know about this Twitter know about the rap. It just leaked over into this. I kind of keep it under wraps over here. And I was like, I guess I get that because literally, I don't use Twitter outside of the Dallas Cowboys and maybe like every Thursday I'll post a new episode of chewing the rag, but I don't really promote hard or post a lot of clips or anything on my Twitter. So I really got where he was coming from with that. And I was like, well, you know, send me the link when it comes on. He goes, yeah, for sure. I got you 6am April 20th. Sure enough, which is like when my episodes drop at 6am. So I was, I was hyped that he did that because 6am by 615 I'm out the door. So he gave me something new to listen to. And I got about halfway through and I was like, this is really fucking good. Um, so I just wanted to give him a shout out and talk about Jan's boy. Um, his name is Trip Shelton, T-R-I-P-P-S-H-E-L-T-O-N. So Trip Shelton just came out. If you are like me and you grew up on like that old school hip hop storytelling, uh, real hard rap, this is more for you. This isn't like... The new shit, and I do like, I don't want to sound like one of those old heads who doesn't like new rap. I don't mind it, but it's not what I grew up on. So, like, while I do listen to a lot of it, and you can check my my playlist and everything, like, there is a lot of new hip-hop and rap artists on there. It's not really what I enjoy the most. You know, I love, like, Run the Jewels. I love Killer Mike, LP, Kendrick. I like guys like that because they still give you that storytelling type rap and when he sent me that i was like yeah i'll check it out i didn't know what to expect but i got halfway through and it's that so my review to him (laughs) i'll just give it to you word for word is you know i was about i was like i'm halfway through and 
it's really dope. It's got that, you know, that East Coast, or rather just like East rap in general, not really the East Coast, just like, because there's that West versus East shit. It's like that old East storytelling. It's not like this two and a half minute drill music that everybody posts now, right? Like nobody's really giving a fuck about writing a four minute song. And he still, you know, does that. And it used to be back in the day, if you didn't write, I think even he said this at one point, if you didn't write a song that went over three minutes, you weren't shit. Like, what do you, what's this two and a half minute bullshit? But now, as long as the beat's good, you can just fucking say whatever you want for two and a half minutes and talk about killing somebody and it's a hit. Like, this was, it's a lot of storytelling. It's really good. I think for now, I tweeted this the other day, I think it's legitimately um, album of the year for me right now. Um, it's up there for me. Uh, it's, it was really, really, really good. I, I, my top on there is probably King Carl's really good. Uh, I ain't proud is really good. That's my favorite one. Uh, Neverland's up there for me. Welcome to the third. Me and Mama, Cleveland, like literally, that's uh, so many. But there's like six that really, really just hit. Uh, he, he does a good job with painting that picture of being where he is as a kid, uh, his old man, his granddad, grandma, mom, siblings. Uh, a look into like when crack and cocaine and that whole thing, like when that hit the scene and the people that you know or you painted in a certain light once that hit them, like what became of that after. So really good stuff. I, I do, you know, as a guy who likes to promote local and up and coming and blah, 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 a mix of both, whatever it might be. He might not be local to work or local to us, but he's not on the radio. He's not somebody that's huge. So, you know, giving him a shout out. So Trip Shelton, Jan's boy, check it out on Spotify. I'll put the link right in my bio. He doesn't even know I'm doing this. It's not like it was like a paid advertisement or promo. It's legitimately because I like it. I decided it was worth talking about for fucking five minutes. And I'm hoping people check it out. I really do. If you are a rap fan, I think you'll like it a lot. Uh, unless you don't. <laughs> unless you're one of those guys who prefers like this fucking emo rap wave and shit that's going on. This isn't for you. If you like storytelling, you like bars, just straight rap, definitely check this one out. Uh, um, there was one more thing I almost forgot. So I talked about Ed Kenner. Ed Kenner for Mayor of Goes uh, on Facebook. Ed Kenner for Mayor of Goes. I didn't really get into detail because I did not want to speak out of turn. I did not want to... You know, make it sound like I was endorsing somebody that I wasn't. I don't live in Cohoes, so I, I can't sign or vote or anything like that for Cohoes. But I didn't want to make it sound like I was pushing something. And I didn't want to sound like, not sound like, I didn't want to put words into his mouth by saying things, by going out of turn. So I'm going to play a message from him that I got because I know Ed. I've met Ed through mixed martial arts. I met him through uh, combat, MMA, combat, you know. Fucking hand-to-hand combat. I met him through fighting to the death. No, I met him through mixed martial arts, MMA. He's a big, like, fighter safety advocate. Uh, He works with the athletic commission directly. His big thing is, like, making sure fighters are treated with respect, uh, taken care of safely, looked over, everything. He's all about fighter safety. So if he is, and I believe he is, as good at... Let me rephrase that. I don't I don't like the way I started that. 
if you asked him what's more important to him, becoming mayor of Cohoes or, you know, looking after these guys and making sure fighters are taken care of, I don't think he would be able to pick. I, I think he would have to give him days to think about. I don't think he could answer on the spot right there because he's somebody that when he is passionate about something, he gives it his all. And he's very passionate about both of those things. I don't think he would want to choose. I think he would choose to just dedicate an equal amount of time and effort and care into both. So this was a message that I got from him. You know my heart's in the right place, like you said. This isn't political for me. This is about getting back to basics, better service for our money. You know, DPW guys need to be treated with... That's literally, that's just like, that's just a snippet. I'm not going to go into detail because I want him, in his own words, to go into depth on all of this. His big thing is city workers, EMS, uh, fire, de- yeah, fire department, police department, um, and everything, you know, not just the guys on the front, you know, the people behind the computers at City Hall. Yeah, he just wants respect for everybody. He wants respect for people throughout the city he's somebody that really does he probably cares harder for and he's he's been a long-time resident he probably cares harder for co-hosts than like i've ever seen somebody care about a city a town a village whatever it is that they live in you know he's always on facebook talking about you know going to clean up or going to the dunkin donuts and co-hosts and sitting down with people and explaining to them like what his goal what his vision what it is that he sees for so it is important to me if you live in Cohoes and you actually care about you know what's going on in that city, um, just reach out. Go to Ed Kenner for Ed Kenner for Mayor of Cohoes on Facebook. Ed Kenner for Mayor of Cohoes on Facebook. Set up just a meeting with him and see what he's all about. I'm not gonna sit here. I said it to him and I'll say it to you guys. I'm not gonna sit here and put words in his mouth. Why don't you? If you live in Cohoes, if you give a damn, go to his Facebook, shoot him a DM, say, look, I'm a longtime resident, I'm a new resident, it doesn't matter how long you've lived there, what, what is your goal, if you become mayor of Cohoes, what do you envision, and hear him out, just hear him out, if you like it, good, if you don't, you know, tell him what you don't like about it, whatever, but hear him out, and uh, yeah, hopefully I can get him on here, and he can, you know, give his spiel on his own, I don't want to sit here. Even with his blessing and him saying, like, look, you know what I'm about? I don't want to sit here and put words in somebody's mouth, especially at, like, a political level. That's just not what I'm about. So hear him out. Check him out. Thank you guys for listening. I just wanted to throw that in there before I forgot because it was something that, you know, most of the people that listen to this are probably residents or know somebody who live in Cohoes because that's just, I've said it before, like, that's just where I'm from and, where I always like everything I do goes through there. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Chewingtherag.com for all the links, like, share, subscribe, rate, all that jazz. And uh, hopefully we're back to regular next week, but I'm not here to guarantee anything because I learned my lesson from that last week.